0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Man, isn't it good to serve the Lord? There's a scripture that's been going over my heart, Colossians 1, uh, 12 and 13. Let me read it to you here. Um, but it says, Now thanks be unto God, who uh, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you or us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain or power of darkness, And he's transferred us or translated us to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. You know, it's such an awesome thing to serve the Lord. I know for myself, um, many times I'll kind of have to take a step back because the enemy wants to keep your eyes focused on how difficult life is, how hard life is, how much of a struggle. Paul said, I fight the good fight of faith. Yes, we are in a fight. Yes, we're in a war. Yes, eternity's at stake. Yes, there's people who need to be born again. Yes, there's work to be done. But ultimately, the Bible provides for us, even though there's a great mission at hand, even though life can be difficult, provides for us to have a continuing joy, to have a joy of heart that bubbles over no matter what's going on. I love, I love the book of Acts, but you can see in the early church the example where they were whipped for Christ, and it says they went rejoicing that they were able to, full of joy that they were able to suffer reproach for the, for the kingdom of God, for the name of Christ. You know, God has put joy on the inside of us. Many people spend time, you know, I just wish I was a more joyful person. What if I told you that inside your redeemed spirit is all the joy that you'll ever need? That you're not waiting on God to make you more joyful. You're yielding to the Holy Ghost on the inside of you and letting the joy flow out. That all the joy you're ever going to need is is lying on the inside of you, just waiting to be tapped into. Man, how awesome is it to serve God? There's a scripture that I love in Colossians 3.16 and it says, Let the word about Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom and understanding. You know, and then, uh, let me just read it to you here. It says, let the peace of Christ rule, verse 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. When you got saved, God called you to a life, not a life of difficulty. You hear people preach, man, how many of you know serving the Lord is difficult? How many of you know we go through mountains and valleys? And just when you think you get to the mountaintop, just know that there's gonna be a valley. And that sometimes when the Lord blesses you, he blesses you just because he knows the attack is gonna come. And they they preach nonsense that's not in the Bible. But God called you. According to Romans 14, it says the kingdom of heaven is not about meat or about drink, but it's about righteousness, it's peace, and it's joy in the Holy Ghost. Man, what a life we live. I wouldn't, there's nothing you could trade with me. For, for my relationship with the Lord. But put your eyes back on the good things of God. Put your eyes back on the goodness of God. The devil wants to keep you focused on the fight, keep you focused on what you've lost, where you've gone wrong, how, how, how far ahead somebody else is. He wants to keep you focused on everything that puts you at a loss. Man, I wish I was further ahead. Man, I wasted so much time. Man, I made that mistake and now look where I am. Man, if your heart is right with God, if you've sinned and you've repented, Man, a lot, the Bible says that that repentance comes, so that times of refreshing can come in the presence of God. God wants you to live a life of joy. He actually requires it. Joyfulness is an earmark of Christianity. So, for the rest of this week, I want you to find a scripture that talks about the joy of the Lord. Whether it's the find a new one that you don't already know, and just begin to meditate on the word. Verse sixteen says, "Let the word of this is Colossians three sixteen Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly." Teaching and admonishing, that's what I'm doing right now, I'm admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness uh, in your hearts to God, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Man, that's awesome. I guess according to the Bible, I'm supposed to sing some psalms to you here. Lord is my shepherd, he goes before me. Defender behind me. All right, I'm done. Um... (laughs) <laughs> but allow, allow the joy of the Lord to strengthen you. Allow a fresh perspective in your heart. Man, it's so awesome to serve the God. Man, there's nothing you've given up that you won't receive a award for. There's nothing that you've done in secret. The Bible says that when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites that stand on the corners and pray to be seen by men. They've already received the reward. But go into the closet and close the door, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. What does that mean? Anything you've done out of a pure motive for God, not to be seen by men, there's an actual reward already waiting for you. At the job that I worked at, um, in the sales job, they did sales incentives. And I most times honestly wouldn't pay too much attention. I would just go work hard and try to sell as many as I could. But it would come to the end of the year and we'd get this like stash of gear, watches and crazy stuff, right? The company was based in Utah. So it was like snowboards. And I've got a little uh, Sector 9 longboard sitting here that was branded by them. And they had all this gear. And it was like, you get your prize pack. uh, And it's things that uh, swag that's come, gear that's been waiting. I, you know, I earned it somewhere in the season, but, you know, and sometime in October I knew it was going to show up. There's a reward already waiting for you in heaven. When you've given to the poor, the Bible says you've lent it to the Lord. That when you've given a glass of water to someone in the name of Jesus, that God received it, that you are giving it to the Lord Himself, that there's already waiting in heaven for you an eternal reward. Put your eyes on the goodness of God. Man, it's good to serve the Lord. Man, 2,000 years ago, Jesus purchased my salvation. He brought me out of the, I'm so glad I don't live in sin. Man, I'm so glad I'm not addicted to anything. I'm so glad I'm, I'm not stuck in sin. I'm so glad I'm not deceived. I'm so glad I'm not... Man, the fact that God would redeem me and make it that I don't have, the sin has no power over me, that I'm not committing sin on a daily basis, that God has, God has called me to preach the gospel. He's given me something to put my hands to. He's made me a joyful husband, a joyful father of children. Man, what an awesome wife he's given me. She's such a champion. Oh my goodness. My son is eight days old and he's already such a, a lion. You should see his neck, his ne- neck strength. Man, what a, what, a, what a champion little Luke is. But start to encourage yourself in the Lord. The Bible actually says in Deuteronomy 28, here on the other side, we've got the positive side on filling your hearts with good things. But let me show you the other side, that this is actually commanded. You're not allowed to be a sad Christian. It goes against the Bible. It says here, Deuteronomy 28, 45, 46, and 47, And all these curses shall come upon you and pursue you and overtake you till you're destroyed because you did not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to keep His commandments and His statute that He commanded you. They shall be a sign and a wonder against you and your offspring forever, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart because of the abundance of all the things. Therefore you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger and thirst. You know, God has done so much for us. Even if the only thing He did was giving us Jesus to pay for our sins, that would be enough reason to rejoice and sing praises every day. If you say, Ryan, I've, I've always been a glass glasses half empty person. I'm not really the type to rejoice. I want to encourage you. I used to be there too. If you knew me as a teenager, man, I was definitely not the, I was the, what's the worst case scenario? And then just get myself okay with the worst case scenario. It was, it was, it was bad. But what changed? I decided one year, I started studying and I decided one year to make my year a year of praise. I decided rather than being someone who just lets life happen that I was going to go after it, and that was actually a huge turning point in my life was choosing to praise God. Why? Cuz you can't be sad and praise God. Well, it's just not my personality. It is your personality. You're a child of God and the Bible says praise is fitting for the upright. That's Psalm 92 verse 1 if you need to see that scripture. Praise is befitting uh, it, it fits it fits well for those who are upright in heart. You know God's looking for people who when trouble comes, they're not down in the dumps. They're not up one day and down the next day. And how do you do that? Praise is the key to get your heart to a place of celebration. But remember, going into this year, you may have had a tough year. You may have had some difficulties come. But don't let the devil always just put the fight right in front of your face. Oh, everything's a fight. Life's a fight. Yes, it's a good fight of faith. But why is it good? It's because we win. There's times of rest. There's times of joy. Even in the fight, even in the storm, there's stillness. God wants to refresh you today. God wants times of refreshing to come. God wants you to have joy unspeakable and full of glory. Why? Well, how about this? We don't have anything to worry about. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I want to tell you from my heart. You know, God brought a, took a lot of fear and worry about finances out of my heart. I used to worry about finances. I was in a commissioned job. People's, people t- s- see the little grays on the side of my head, and they say it's because I was in sales, and it may, may very well be, but worrying about finances, worrying about where provision will come from, but I've attached myself to the Lord. I've entered into the grace of sowing and receiving, giving and receiving, and so I'm in a place now where I don't worry about finances. Opportunities present themselves But hey I'm, I, No soldier goes to war at his own expense I serve the living God He takes care of me Hey, I'm rich and I'm getting richer. Listen, it's a settled fact of my nature that I'm rich. It's a settled fact of my nature that I'm healed. Man, to look ahead, I'm 33 now, to look ahead, if Jesus hasn't come back, if I'm 88 years old, look ahead 55 years, that I'll never be sick, that sickness has no chance in my life. Poverty has no chance in my life. Why? By the word of God and by the power of the Holy Ghost this is why I rejoice. Why? Because my family members are saved and the ones that aren't are going to be, they don't have a choice. Hey, they're coming in. Bless God. And God wants to lighten your load. You know how much, how much compassion the Lord has on you? You know, the Bible says that Jesus, he's the great high priest. It says he's not one that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but it was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Jesus knows how you feel. You know, many people live under a burden, they have things that go wrong in their body, and somehow because there's an ailment in their body, they think they're not spiritual. Well, if I was really spiritual, I would be healed from this. Man, take the pressure off yourself. God God wants to lighten your load. You're doing awesome. I want to tell you, you're doing awesome. You know, there's times where where I, I just I just say to the Lord, Lord, I don't always, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, but can you help me? Like I'm, I'm still trying to figure this thing out. But can you give me grace and can you please help me? Like I want to do better than I'm doing. But please, I, I, am not perfect. Can you help me with this, Lord? I'm still figuring this thing out. It's okay to not be perfect. You aim to have a perfect heart towards God, a heart that's quick to repent if you make a mistake, a heart that's, a heart that's thankful to Him. Man, thank Him for the little things, Lord. Thank You for what You've done. I told this story before, but, uh, uh but we went to this taco place and we ordered a chips and queso, and we ordered the small queso and the small chips, and we got home, and they'd given us the big queso. They had free upgrade. I said, man, thank you, Lord, for this free upgrade in queso. This is awesome. This is great cheese. I love this stuff. It's awesome. Man, see what the Lord will do. When you begin to thank Him, and you begin to say, Lord, look what you've done, and you put your eyes on what He's already done. Take your eyes off the fight. Take your eyes off, off the difficulty, off the battle. Refresh yourself in the Lord. When you're believing the Lord for something, this is what I do. If I ask the Lord for money, if I ask the Lord for provision for something, I'll actually, Lord, Lord, I'm asking you for this, for the need, but then I'm asking you over and above for me personally. Lord, if the need is a thousand bucks, Lord, I'm asking you for 1200 bucks because I want to spend $200. I want to buy my wife something and myself something, right? He's a God of more than enough. It's in his name to go over and above. And then what will I do? I sat down today and I said, Lord, I'm believing you for this amount of money. And this is what I would do with it if I had it today. This is what I would buy. And I sat down and went on one of the computer and just took a few minutes and picked out some things. Lord, right now, if this money came in, this is what I would buy with it. Right here. This is it. And allow yourself to be refreshed in the goodness of God. The Lord is on your side. What can man do unto you? There's a scripture that I love that comforts my heart. It says, He guided He guides me with his counsel and afterwards receives me to glory. Man, that's the story of my life. I'm 33 years old, but the Lord has ever been with me. He's guided me. If you came to salvation even later in life, he guided you to salvation. The Lord took you to salvation, and he's guiding you. He's not taking his hand off you. He's not leaving you alone. He's not leaving you as an orphan. Man, the story of my life, what will will be said of Ryan Yesta? What will be said of all of you? He guided us with His counsel and afterwards received us to glory. You know, to think that life is so good here and we can be so full of joy, have such moments of victory, but to know it's only going to get better. Man, imagine what heaven's going to be like. Imagine what ruling and reigning with Christ is going to be like for the thousand years here on earth. Man, hallelujah. Hey, how good it is to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. I praise the Lord. You really need a steady diet of the Psalms. It keeps a praise on your lips. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be, continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord, my righteousness of the God of my, in the God of my salvation. Lord, the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening. Encourage yourself in the Lord. What has God done for you? Hey, let those words of Christ dwell in you richly. Lord, you're good. You forgave me. You not only forgave me, but you cleanse me from all unrighteousness. You purified my mind. Lord, and you who've begun a good work, will complete it. I'm safe in you. Lord, I love you. I honor you. You're so wonderful. Hey, isn't the Lord good? Go ahead and testify. Go ahead and treat yourself to a little dance right now and praise the Lord while you're at it. Hallelujah. Well, I love you. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. Have an amazing day. It's going to be an amazing day.